Trivia Music Show of your favorite pop stars. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, we are all over the internet searching for lesser known facts about some of the legends, big names, megastars, or what I always say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And after listening to this episode, let's see if you know as much as you think you know about some of these icons in the world of music. I'm TJ Reed, and I got with me a new old compadre joining me on the show. I got you, Sean. What's going on, girl? Hi, everyone. It's really nice to be back on the show, by the way. And what is a new old kind of... I, I didn't quite... Well, this is somebody that's been around a long time. You actually joined me on an episode a while back, but you had a long hiatus from the program, so I'm really happy that you're back on. And oh, yeah. Thank yeah, you. I Thank you to... for having me back. <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh, to... yeah. And before we start, okay. TJ, I actually have like a quiz question for you. And oh, I just... What? I was learning that from you and Chi, okay? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. What did Jay Z call his wife before they got married? Okay. Um, wait, give me a second here. Um, probably just called her by her name, Beyonce, because maybe fiance. Well, give me one clear answer. Which one? Because <laughs> um, you almost got it right, you know? I, well, her name is Beyonce, so mm. maybe he just called her Beyonce. I don't know. Well, the answer is actually fiance, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that works. So anyway, Yushan, who do you have for me today? Well, I'm actually really excited to share this musician today because ever since I was a teenager and I started listening to pop music, this singer, her music was all over my playlist. And I think she had to be one of the most popular and famous ones. Okay. And then also, I would say she's a very strong woman and could present her music in a very so recognizable, soulful way mm. that I would say that many of you would have guessed her halfway as I okay. missed out the facts. All right. Well, that sounds like there's definitely a connection there. For me, I actually have a Chinese star for you today. And I'm going to oh, wow. quiz you. Hopefully you get this right. If you don't, that would just be even more hilarious for me. <laughs> but anyway, I dig his character. I think his life, his story and who he is and his tenacity for success. I think that that's what really attracted me to this musician. Mm. So, yeah, I'm interested in putting you up on who this guy is. And his music's pretty good, too. Nice. Yeah. So before we get to the trivia, guys, as we always do, we want to drop our hold harmless claws here. Everything that we find on the show is, is completely internet based and could be erroneous. Accolades are constantly updating. Records are always changing. Sites are always current. So bear with us on some of these quote unquote facts. Reach out to us if there are any inaccuracies and we'd love to update it on to a later episode. I'm going to turn the tables and let you go first this time. So why don't you go ahead and bring on the trivia? Okay, okay. So let's dive right into my artist today. So, okay. So fact number one, and this is according to Britannica.com and Wikipedia. Okay. So this artist, she was born in the UK. Okay. And she grew up with a single mom. According to this source, her father left when she was only two years old. Mm, okay. And it says here that in her youth, she picked up a smoking and drinking habit that has followed her throughout her career. 
Okay, okay. I'm wondering if that's something that I should remember or not. So yeah, the, the source tells me that she went to school with both Jessie J and Leona Lewis in the early 2000s. These names sound familiar. Can't、right. say that I've listened to any of their music. Okay, but you gotta know Leona Lewis. I, just just by name, I've heard、okay. it. You know, but、uh, yeah, okay, all right. Fine. So <laughs> I'm so disappointed. But anyway,、um, you know, the funny thing is, she never really thought about promoting herself as a singer. Okay. It was actually her、um, childhood friend, I would say, a very loyal friend,、mm. who posted her work for her on the back then very popular、uh, social media called MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. yeah, I used to have one too.、Oh, I、really? think everyone did. Yeah, yeah. Was, was it like back in the day? Back、kinda? in the day, it was、okay. like it was. Almost like having your own website.、Oh, so yeah, it was、wow. kind of cool. But anyway, so that's how、uh, some of the music labels or music companies、um, spotted her. Wow! And so yeah, she got a, a contract signed with one of those companies called XL Recording in 2006. Okay. So yeah, two years later, her debut album was released and immediately ranked at number one on the British album chart. Wow! And yeah, I mean, first was, album. It was kind of amazing. Like, so I'm quoting from some music critics here that her ability to channel her intimate emotional experiences into songs that resonate with a lot of her listeners. Some would say that her voice can seethe, sob. Rasp,、mm. swoop, lilt and lilt and belt in ways that draw more attention to the song than to the singer herself. Oh, oh well, yeah, I don't. I'm not even sure what all those expressions mean, but <laughs> it sounds like her voice can do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And then, so when she was only 21 years old, she already won Grammy awards for the best new artist and the best female pop vocal performance.、Hmm. Wow, 21 years old, huh? Yep. So her debut album got her famous in the UK, of course, but it was a Saturday Night Live appearance and performance、oh. that actually shot her to stardom in the US. Okay, Saturday Night Live, very famous、uh, late night TV show、uh, where there's a, like. A lot of different musicians, performances, and sometimes、uh, big names—just anybody who wants to appeal to the American market. Well, I have to confess that this is the first time I ever heard of this show. <laughs> But I guess Sarah Palin was Sarah Palin. I think she was the governor for Alaska way back when. Oh wait, so she's a politician? She's a politician. Yeah.、Hmm, interesting.、Okay. What was she doing on the show? <laughs> I, I kind of wonder that too. But Sarah Palin was on that same show with this artist. When you know she got famous in the U.S. market. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Such a random tidbit there, but all right. All right, let's move on to fact number two, and this、okay. is according to People.com and LaFiselleUSA.com. Okay, that doesn't sound English. Um, that's actually French. Okay. But yeah, hope I'm pronouncing it right. So, and this artist, she famously rubs shoulders with some really big names in music. All right. Such as、uh, Elton John. Elton John, jeez. Okay, she must be somebody big if she's friends with Elton John. I think so. Yeah, yeah. and also Rihanna. Rihanna is, a, is among、okay. her friends. Definitely, definitely. She's close with. Yeah, and also John Mayer. John Mayer. Okay,、mm-hmm. the soft rocker. All right. And then also Beyonce, who.、Um, oh wow! Yeah, she's she's at the top of the food chain. Okay. 
<laughs> Seriously. Okay. And it's and it's interesting to me that Beyonce is also the one who inspired her, uh, let's say, nickname for her alter ego. But okay. I'm but I'm not going to share it right away. Okay. All right. Oh, and Drake is also a good friend of this artist too. And、uh, Drake also kind of consults her albums before she releases it. The rapper. Yes, Drake, the Canadian rapper. Interesting. Consults her album and okay. All right, cool, cool. I'm a little bit misty here, but I feel like I have an idea because of the circle that this artist kind of hangs around in. Because these artists, you said Elton John and Rihanna, so I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> yeah, she's part of this、uh, elite musician circle. All right. Now we're moving on to fact number three, and this is according to CNN.com and SmoothRadio.com. Smooth Radio, okay. Obviously, <laughs> you know what that radio is.、Huh? No, I don't. But anyway, so in 2015, this musician actually participated in a TV show with the BBC, and it was a singing competition where her impersonators. From all over the UK, would gather together and mimic her or one of her songs. Okay. And she was in the impersonating show by wearing disguise and blending in with her impersonators. Hmm. So she can、uh, one up all of them, huh? Yeah. She, so she can outdo them.、Huh? I don't think that's and, and win her own competition. No, I don't think that's the point of winning. <laughs> that's what. It, 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 winning is not the the goal she was trying to hit.、Mm-hmm. So she appeared on the stage as. The last candidate after everybody else had already performed her songs,、mm-hmm. while she was sitting there listening and smiling, and <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that—it's kind of cool. And then she won up to everybody, like, "Yep,、yeah, actually, it's me. I won." <laughs> no, <laughs> but anyway, she did, however, let her fans down sometime last year, and that brings us to fact number four, which is according to the Guardian and FoxBusiness.com. So. The singer actually canceled her residency concert in Las Vegas,、mm. like 24 hours before the concert starts. Oh yes. Yeah. A、I、lot would... of people have already made hotel reservations. They're there waiting on,、exactly. s- on the site, and then it's just like, psych. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's okay. I, I'm sure there was a, a legitimate reason for canceling. <laughs> That was the actual reaction from her fans. The ultimate flake. But was there a reason behind it? Or yeah, she kind of explained why, while crying and shooting a video on Instagram, sharing to everybody that she kind of had to do it, and that she's so sorry. But because according to her, half of her team went down because of the virus. And oh, okay. So this was around the、uh, the, pan- the、uh, pandemic. Yeah,、2020. it was in January 2022. So last year. Oh, 2022. Mm-hmm. There's still a pandemic going on around. Okay, but I guess it's not really the first time for her to cancel her concerts on short notice.、Mm. Wow. Okay, Because... that's not cool. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. According to my source, in 2008, according to thefactsite.com. Thefactsite.com. Okay, I've used them many times. All right. Oh, oh really? Okay. So this artist, she canceled her American tour for her debut album in order to spend time with. Her boyfriend back then. Wow, that is a really, really. <laughs> that's so grimy. I, I, I'm speechless. I, I, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, leaving probably millions of people who paid to see you sing just said, "Nah, 
maybe next time. Yeah, maybe um, whoever <laughs> she was dating with mattered a lot. I mean, maybe that relationship really <sighs> mattered more than showing up in the U.S. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, that's original, at least. Probably not the first time that's happened in concert history, but I think that's the first time that I've heard the news actually get out to the public. Legendary. All right. Earlier, I kind of mentioned how she had a smoking and drinking problem yeah, yeah. from a young age. Well, it apparently caught up to her in 2011 when she underwent throat surgery from oh, smoking. Okay. Yeah, I think that must have had an impact on her singing. I mean, I, I keep hearing about artists who,、um, you know, have to undergo throat surgery for different reasons. Yeah, like Elton John, his voice was never the same after his surgery.、Uh, John Mayer, I think. Um, R. Kelly, a lot of different musicians had throat surgery. Sometimes you can still keep it and sound good, and other times you don't.、Uh, it's not always smoking, but I think that afterwards your throat's probably never going to be the same again. Yeah, I would imagine so, and perhaps that's why she actually quit in 2015, saying that smoking would have killed her eventually if、mm, she didn't. Right. Right. Okay. And this is also according to the factsite.com that this artist's management team eventually decided to ban her from accessing her own Twitter account. Oh my goodness! Because she was sending out drunk tweets. Oh geez. Okay. So that's probably something else she needs to give up. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, that's.、Um, I think for the fans out there, this could be a telling clue. But for me, there's a few other things that、um, stand out, but not necessarily this one. Let's see if the next fact would help, TJ. All right. So, still according to thefactsite.com, this artist said that her goal in life is never to be skinny. Never to be skinny. That's a first. I've never heard that before.、Mm, I guess for a lot of the ladies who is not really say quote unquote skinny,、mm. they might have that as their motto. But this artist, okay, that, that that might be a really big clue for me. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand how, but. This artist, she believes that music should be made for ears and not for the eyes.、Mm-hmm. A lot of respect for that. Yeah. All right. And another fact that kind of surprised me was, despite experiencing worldwide fame and audiences of thousands, she still suffers from stage fright. And she said herself in the past that she sometimes has panic attacks and will throw up backstage. Wow. Okay. Well, if this person is as big as I think she is, then that just doesn't sound right. For someone at that level, you just wouldn't imagine that they would have this kind of reaction, even though they're going in front of people and they've been doing this. I mean, this is their career, this is their work, but、mm-hmm. for them to still have panic attacks—I mean, that's pretty serious—to be, you know, that nervous before a performance. But.、Um, mm. Yeah, but still, it sounds like TJ here has already got a clue of who she is. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and yeah, another thing that's worth mentioning about her, and this is again a big clue. In two years' time, she lost a hundred pounds of weight that equals roughly forty-five kilograms. Wow! How much did she weigh before? Well, let's just say this: she was satisfied with her weight before and after the、uh, weight loss. Forty-five kilograms—that's a lot of weight, though. <laughs> Stop focusing on the number. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, so 
Concluding all that I've mentioned above, she is a British singer.、Mm-hmm. She is in her mid thirties.、Mm-hmm. She、um, had a lot of major hits, and she knows a lot of、um, big names. And she's got a raspy、cool. voice because largely due to the well, her style, her singing style, and probably attributed to her smoking.、Mm-hmm. And she's. Probably voiced, or she's probably done the soundtrack for a Bond film. Skyfall,、yeah. we will stand tall, something like that, right? <laughs> Thank you for the demonstration. And here, TJ clearly knows already who she is. Yeah, the fact that she's from the UK, the Bond soundtrack, the raspiness of the voice, and the weight clue. I mean. It's pretty obvious at this point. So who she yeah, is? Yeah, well,、um, I can't say I know a lot of her music, but she is very popular, and it's without a doubt Adele. And let's hear what the judges have to say. Do we really have to? <laughs> Congratulations! So Adele is one of the best-selling music artists with sales of over a hundred million records worldwide. She was named as the best-selling artist of the 2010s decade, as well as best-selling female artist of the 21st century in the UK. And here I've got a couple of tracks that I would like to share with you guys. Okay. And so the first one is the song that we mentioned earlier, the 007 Skyfall theme song, which shares the same name, Skyfall,、mm. and it's followed by Hello. Let's check it out. Together. 
Forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet. There's such a difference between us and a million miles. Hello from the
And that was "Hello" from Adele.、Mm. And you know, it's in one of the facts. I I said that she postponed her her concert. Ah,、uh, the psych concert.、It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the the fact is, she actually rescheduled it almost a year after the cancellation.、Mm. And the first song she sang on that concert. As a greeting and a thank you to to the fans that come back to the concert、wow. was this song "Hello." I think that that's that fits because of the lyrics. Yeah,、know. it starts with like "Hello, it's me." I was、mm. wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. That sounds pretty cool. I think that that definitely matches the situation, and I think the fans would really like these type of lyrics because it's like it's talking directly to them, kind of like an, an apology. Yeah. So, TJ, who do you got for me today? All right. Well, why don't we get started with my artist? I'm not going to waste any time. Let's just get right into it. So, this is fact number one, and this is according to Baidu Baikur、mm -hmm. and、yes. Baidu We Baidu Keypedia. Baidupedia. Okay. <laughs> yep. K profiles. So, this artist grew up with a single parent as well.、Mm -hmm. Um, his father, actually,、uh, I guess his mother passed away when he was about four years old. Oh, that's so he grew up with a single father, and this guy he was originally interested in art, so he enrolled in a performing arts school and he studied painting and drawing. This next little clue here is another testament to how important school is to parents. When this artist graduated from high school, I guess his dad sold his house and used that money to pay for his college. Oh wow, I, that is just so Chinese. Some somehow, <laughs> like as the only child, when the parent is really, you know, having this high anticipation on you、mm. and trying to. You know, just encourage you to pursue your dreams. Or sometimes it's not even about the kid; it's about what the parents want. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think, yeah. In this case, it's just a lot of pressure. Definitely, yeah. It's a lot of pressure.、Um, so I guess his major was supposed to be、um, hospitality or hotel management. I thought he's a painter. Right. That was what he was interested in. But I think when his dad sold the house and got him into school abroad, and it was in Switzerland, that's where he went to school. And And so the cost, and it was like, okay, you're going to major in hotel management. So that's what happened. But interesting. After a year, he came home after a year for vacation, and、mm -hmm. he dropped out of school. But he still had to pay fees, which was probably half the amount that his dad paid. Okay, so, so no interest in hotel management at all. I, I guess. I guess not. But、and、I mean, I could imagine just the the pressure. From him、yeah. doing something that maybe he didn't want to do, exactly. But at the same time, that's a lot of money. I think it was around six hundred thousand, and then because he dropped out, they still had to pay like three hundred thousand to you know for the fees. May I ask which year or which time nope, period? Nope, it was? nope, nope,、mm -hmm. nope, nope. You don't get that. All right, we're gonna move on to fact number two, and this、okay. is also according to Baidu Baikur. I guess when he came home for that vacation where he decided he was gonna drop out of school, he was spotted by an Agency recruiting actors. Okay,、mm -hmm. and so I guess that was more up his alley. He got cast for a role in a drama, but due to copyright issues, I guess that play never came into fruition. But shortly after that, he competed in a talent show called My Show. <laughs> 
And I guess he was at the top four. Do you uh, have like the Chinese name for my show? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> right, fine. But he was the top four and the finalists in terms of the finalists. And after that, he was offered a record deal. So I guess he did pretty good. He didn't win, but he got into the um, the final four, which was good enough. So that show is about performing, or uh, I think people perform. It's a talent show, so I think okay. it's, it might be music. It could be other things, but I think so, for this artist, it was music. So far, no clue on music career yet. Yep. 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 <laughs> But after okay. that, he dropped his self-titled album in 2006, and guess what? He was the highest-selling mainland male singer of that year. He won the Oriental Newcomer Silver Award at the 13th Oriental Wind and Cloud List Awards ceremony. Not sure exactly what that is, but <laughs> it sounds like it's pretty important. Um, he released a couple more albums after that, and they were both received really well. His second album was nominated for seven categories in the Beijing Pop Music Awards. Wow. And I think the third one got, he got an invite to go to Japan because uh, he impressed um, some uh, Japanese execs out there mm -hmm. and he was invited to an award ceremony out there and he was nominated for quite a bit and get this he was a torchbearer for the 2008 Summer Olympics so this span of 2006 to 2008 he was doing really well torchbearer yeah but they are so many of them. Yeah, in, I in think there's more. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Let's keep it moving. Uh. Fact number three. And this is according to Baidu Baiku. In 2010, he had a dispute with his record company, which refused to publish any more of his music. Why? Uh, that info I couldn't find. I mean, I was on the Baidu. Okay, so they split. Mm. So yes, the company actually went bankrupt shortly after this artist's departure. So I'm not sure if it was a reason. I'm not sure if it was because he left or not. Maybe the company had some um, previous financial issues, mm. but. Anyway, from this point on, he wanted to continue to do music. So he spent a lot of money trying to promote his music and continue his career. Okay. Um, he, on a reality show, he tried to do a Q&A on the street, on like at universities and stuff. But I guess no one knew who he was, which is kind of surprising <laughs> to me because, I mean, he had, you know, some decent success in his music. But when he did this Q&A thing, people didn't know who he was at the interview. People didn't know who he was on, on the street. And the results weren't good. So they decided to not continue on with him for that project. So wow. that opportunity closed. His music had shuddered at that time. So he fell into like some serious depression at that time. And he, he lost a noticeable amount of weight. He was diagnosed with major depressive disorder. And he needed like massive doses of medication to even go to sleep because oh of the my. insomnia so that was uh it's safe to say a, a dark time in this person's life uh it according to this source he even allegedly felt suicidal at times and i could see wow, why that would i mean just everything was just going so well it just sounds like he had so much momentum and then all of a sudden one thing happened and then yeah it must be success got cut off yeah yeah i mean i'm still a little bit confused but i, I guess it's mainly because his well previous company was like you know breaking and like stopping all the opportunities for him that mm. got him caught up in this Situation. Yeah, because if they don't move forward with your work, then they still have rights to it in a way. So uh, it's not like you can really 
go somewhere else, and, and you can't bring your work away to it's you know, kind of hard. It gets it and... gets really you know difficult and legal. So mm. yeah, I guess at this point he decided to sell his apartment. And he had to go into other business ventures because I guess music wasn't happening for him at that time. So okay, is that a solution for everything? If you need money, if you need to do something, sell your apartment. <laughs> His dad did the same for him, right? Hey, I, you hey. got to do what you got to do. Okay. All right, we're gonna move on to fact number four, and and this info comes from Wikipedia. This artist started appearing in reality shows as a comic relief to continue to push himself back into fame. Well, from depression to comic relief? Yeah, yeah. Also, in addition to that, he started to operate some hot pot chains. I'm not sure if that's some, that might be a clue to some of the fans out there. And this was back in 2012. He started a fashion company for middle-end women on Taobao. So yeah, not rich, not poor, somewhere somewhere in between, yeah. And check this out. The brand's name was, and this might be a clue for listeners out there. Okay. The brand name was Dangerous People. That was <laughs> the name of the brand. And it started back in, uh, this was in 2015. So I thought that that was kind of cute. So in 2012, earlier you mentioned like, wow, he went from depression to comic. To comic. That must have been, and in my mind was that must have been really hard. Yeah. And I guess in an interview, he told journalists that he was encouraging himself not to give up, you know, his music dream. And also it may appear crazy to some people, but he did it to pretend that he was fine. And from doing a little bit more reading, like he had to do a lot of ridiculous things on the show, like eat lipstick and eat glasses and paper and centipedes. And I think that he was just doing that really to make money get attention to keep himself kind of in people's minds and yeah and to get exposure behaving a little bit yeah crazy crazy or, or silly just kind of being like a, a, a jester you mm -hmm. know and at the same time while he's earning money so that he can continue to go back to what he wants to do okay. with his music so i think most people would have probably have given up during this time frame that's true but he just continued to keep going and even just yeah be the the butt of jokes and people just laugh out of this ridiculous things that you have to do but in his mind it was just like this is just a price i pay to keep you know keep doing what i do and so it was around wow. this time he changed his name as well to something a little bit more suitable for who he was at that time so and that i can't really say because that would just give away this whole trivia oh wow um well right now i'm not really getting anything so far. i mean he sounds like a pretty strong and tough person to go through what you mentioned yeah but as to who he is i'm gonna <laughs> need a little bit more that's okay all right i think here will probably help you okay. out this is fact number five and this is also from baidu baiku okay this artist eventually got married to a Gao Leixin in 2012, but I guess they divorced a few years later. Um, he had a relationship with a, um, a online store model, Li Yutong. 
And I guess these two were co-owners of an online store and they had a 50 a 50/50 share in this um this establishment. Okay. Um but I guess maybe when he was married to Miss Gao, they, these two might have been uh, involved. So that might have led to some difficulties there. But um That's right. You better clear the, you know, lady friends around you before <laughs> you get married, right? Right. But again, this is according to Baidu Baike. In 2018, I guess they ended up getting back together. They had their first child together named Little Ice Cream. Not sure where he got that name from, but you know, a lot of stars, they have, their kids have really interesting <laughs> names. Maybe it's a nickname, I don't know, but that was all that was available on Baidu Baike. Okay. All right. <laughs> He's known for his stage charisma, his humor, and a style that melts the classic pop pairing of piano strings and R&B beats. So he's among the most streamed Mando pop stars on Spotify. And recently there was an occurrence where I think might have struck a chord or been nostalgic for him in a negative way because I guess this year there was the the May holiday where everyone was traveling in the country. It's yes. quite really busy and mm -hmm. this guy was on the train traveling as well and no one noticed him and he was so surprised that no one noticed him on the train <laughs> oh, wow. there. So, I don't know. This was kind of a a, a, a little bit of a buzz. Um, like, in but social how, media. How, how do you know? He, he actually shared that. Why does no nobody yeah, knows me on exactly. social media? Oh so he's goodness. like, no one, okay. no, no one even recognized him. I don't know. I think that it's kind of funny that he's able to bring that out and just kind of uh, self mocking posture and not take himself so seriously. At least at this point in his career. Yeah, that is true. But um, but yeah, I I think um, I think that brings me to the end of my facts here. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> okay. I am it seems like both of our artists today are just we're mentioning facts that are not directly related to the music. <laughs> Because well for Adele's case, once I mention the names of her songs or once I talk about her music is mm. going to just strike yeah, right away. Of course. Of is course. it the same case for this guy? I think so. I think the humor and his name and like what he's gone through and that last clue. Are there any hints on the name or the changed name? Okay, I'll give you one more clue. I'm not sure if this will help you at all, but... Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so initially, his debut album was self-titled, as I mentioned, and at that time, he went by the name of Jackie. And then that's an English name, of course. I can't give you his Chinese name, otherwise it would just be too easy. Yeah. And then around the time when he started doing a lot of appearances on reality shows, he changed his name to Joker. Okay, so you clearly don't know who this person no. is. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. I've never heard of anyone. All right. Well, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to look up on your phone. I can't believe this. This is kind of awesome. 30 seconds to look up. Does that include turning my phone on? That's 30 seconds starting now. 25. Wait, wait, wait. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Um, 20. So Jackie and Joker, huh? Fifteen. Oh, okay. Ten. I get this person out. Well, that makes so much sense because the only song that I know of this artist is um, it has something to do with uh, looking ugly or you know playing jokes or or it goes something like. <laughs> 
Okay. Da, 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 da. That's the only song That might song be a clue to our listeners out there. So go ahead and drop it. Who is it? Is it Jackie Xue or Xue Zhiqian? That's it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> the internet saved you. Oh my I hope it doesn't count as cheating. But and like I said, the only song that I know is the one that I was trying to hum mm. just now. So. All right, all right. Xue Zhiqian or Joker Xue is a singer-songwriter Record producer, reality show host, and philanthropist, and he's also an actor too. And he's known for many of his hit songs. This Shanghai native has also found success on many high-profile TV shows and is recognized as a popular TV personality for his sense of humor.、Mm. Hence the name Joker. We're gonna play a couple of tracks from this artist. And what was the name of the track that you tried to sing earlier? I think it's called Chobaguai, which literally means、uh, someone ugly. All right, so we're gonna share that track with our listeners. But before we hear that track, I'd like to share a song called "The Actor." Oh, Yan Yuan, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought the melody was kind of cool, and、uh, the meaning is kind of related to, I guess, two people who don't really love each other, but they're acting like they do. Oh wow! So it's kind of sad. Yeah, a little bit. And if we have a little bit of time, I'd like to share one more track called "What Do You Want." But before we play those tracks, I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us for another episode of Pop Muse. And Yushan, thank you so much again for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> I've been having fun. All right, and for those listening out there, be sure to tune in for another episode of Pop Muse. I'm TJ Reed. I'm Yushan. Take it easy, folks. We will see you next time. See you next time.
么时候我们开始没有了底线？顺着别人的谎言，被动就不显得可怜。可你曾经那么爱我，看我演出细节，我该变成什么样子才能配合出演？用来当爱放下防备后的这些那些。这什么？其实说分不开的也不见得。其实感情最怕的就是拖着，越演到中场戏越哭不出了，是否还值得？世界漆黑，其实我很美。在爱情里面进退，最多被消费。不管同样的是非，又怎么不对？无所谓。如果像你一样，总有人赞美，围绕着我的卑微，也许能消退。其实我并不在意，有很多机会，像巨人一样的无畏。放纵我心里的鬼，可是我不配。丑八怪呀呀，能否别把灯打开？我要的爱呀呀，出没在漆黑一片的舞台。
如果剧本写好，谁比谁高贵？我只能沉默以对，美丽本无罪。当欲望开始贪杯，有更多机会像尘埃一样的无畏，化身回谁人的水，管他配不配。丑八怪呀呀，能否别把灯打开？我要的爱呀呀。在漆黑一片的舞台，丑八怪呀呀，在这暧昧的时代，我的存在呀呀，不意停在了这条我们熟悉的街，把你准备好的台词全念一遍。我还在逞强，说着谎，也没能力遮挡你去的方向。至少分开的时候，我落落大方。我后来都会选择绕过那条街，有多希望在另一条街能遇见。思念在逞强，不肯忘，怪我没能力跟随你去的方向。若越爱越被动，越要落落大方。你还要我怎样？要怎样？你突然来的短信就够。我悲伤，我没能力遗忘。
你不用提醒我，哪怕结局就这样，我还能怎样？能怎样？最后还不是落得情人的立场？你从来不会想，我何必这样？回到自己的生活圈，也开始可以接触新的人群。爱你到最后不痛不痒，留言在计较谁爱过一场。我剩下一张没后悔的模样，你还要我怎样？要怎样？你千万不要在我婚礼的现场。我听完你爱的歌，就上了车。爱过你很值得，我不。不管能怎样。